you ever lift your head up from your phone, look around, and think to yourself, my God, everything is weird. Well, we do a lot. This is the Observation Station, a unique, entertaining, and hilarious podcast. If we observe it, we talk about it. Anything and everything. Anything and everything. Let's get weird and let's have some fun. This is the Observation Station. And now your host, Tommy Heights. Uh, welcome, esteemed listeners, to another episode of the Observation Station, the podcast that delves into the intricacies of life, culture, and the human experience, all with a sprinkle of humor. I'm your host, Tommy Heights, and today we shall navigate the labyrinth world of adulting, subject as perplexing as deciphering. So, the assembly instructions for IKEA furniture, that's kind of the unwritten rules of adulting. You don't know what's going on, but you got to kind of figure it out. So we're going to go through some segments here, figure out what the breakdowns in the categories of the adult life, especially when nowadays young people are like, what am I even supposed to be doing? Because when we were a kid, being a grown up, especially me being 29 was a lot different than what things are nowadays. So Let's get this thing started here. So first, we're going to start off with the first segment, what even is adulting? So adulting, it's a term that's gained cultural traction. It's essentially the art of masquerading as a competent adult until you either become one or perfect the act. So it's the same as like stand-up comedy where timing and delivery is crucial, but the only difference is that the punchline often involves unpaid bills and uh, existential dread. So, you know, it all comes down to how you want to categorize what it is being a grown-up. I remember being on the playground, and if you got bossed around, they'd go, Oh my God, you need to you need to act grown-up because you're acting like a little kid. And you're like, man, I am a grown-up. And, and you think to yourself, you weren't grown-up at all. But then the more you got older and older, you felt like, you know, maybe when you got close to 13 or 14 years old, when you started fe- feeling more like kind of a man... And thinking to yourself, I, I'm an adult, you know, I, I can do what I want to, want to do. So far from the truth. Now that I get older, I'm just like laughing back and thinking, my God, how could you even think to yourself that you're an adult when you're 13 and 14 years old, you know? Not that I, I knew that I wasn't the king or queen of the house, but you feel like you're invincible and nothing's going to hit you. So grocery stores, that's like the Olympics. You know, the first unwritten rule is to never embark on a grocery shopping expedition when you're hungry. It's a recipe for a shopping cart filled with regrettable choices. So the 10 items or less lane serves as a stage where basic arithmetic skills and social etiquette are put to the test. So it's a comedy errors, but the stakes are your dignity and a few awkward glances so you're over there trying to even count because I'm trying to be extra and say, do I have 10 here or a little bit over and stuff? But what about those people that purely have an entire cart filled with a bunch of tchotchka and crap uh, that's like just stacked to the brim and they're just taking up the 10 items or less line? That's why they're putting these self-checkout lanes because they're like, you know what? Uh, we're, we're done hiring people here. You want to play these games? We can play those too. 
you do it yourself. And so I don't know the the whole thing about the grocery stores. It can test your patience, especially the way people act in there, trying to you know go around your card and all this. So there's like, dude, just chill, you know, and just like you know, you just want to get out of there as quick as possible. Sometimes with the way that things are in there, and it's just kind of stressful. But you know, you got to do what you got to do, and it comes down to that. And when you get home, it's like bills, 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 bills. And they're relentless, and it's the tragedy that is adult life. So just when you think you've gained financial footing and another bill appears as if cued by a malevolent director. So it's like a ceaseless game of whack-a-mole where your mallet is your rapid-depleting bank account and a bunch of bills popping up, bing, 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 bing. So that's why I like to have it where right now I'm driving a 2012 Toyota Camry that just hit 214,000 miles. That thing is running like a champ. There's no messing around uh, bullshit where you go, oh, I want to have this nice car, all this other stuff. Well, then it comes down to the maintenance. That car breaks down. You're going to have to do $800,000 minimally. Plus the you know, the oil changes of these cars are not cheap either. Those are 400 bucks. They're not like $80 car changes or oil changes these are things that are normally just like three four hundred just for that and then there's always something else that has to get fixed you know with luxury cars insurance is higher with luxury cars and if you're putting in the proper gas which is supposed to be premium you know that's another added expense now gas is going up again here in september of 2023 nobody has it where they understand what is the next play for what uh, the economical future at the end of the year of December 2023 from now until then because if you're going to have these elections where this man that we have as president right now I know that some people you know you want to do the political stuff look at who's running this country the guy doesn't know where he's at frankly I mean then you're going to have somebody go well it's better than it's better than this person or it's better than that person or oh oh my god okay Wait till it just starts having it where we really get the full effect. Because if people are still talking like that, it's because that's a good litmus test for we haven't had the full effect of the bad policies of our current administration. Because in just a short amount of time, so many things have gone downhill in the country that it just, you know, everyone's fighting more than ever. You know, as an adult, I you, you thought everyone's going to get along with each other because you're like, yeah, grownups, they just talk to each other. And, you know, that just, I don't know. It, it's like a whole mirage of stuff. Like the social media is a whole masquerade of people putting on stuff that doesn't even have anything to do with what, what their life or what they stand for, all just to make a facade again for people to like them for stuff that they don't represent in reality. So, Social media platforms can often make it seem as though everyone else has mastered the art of living life. It's misleading. I mean, a well-crafted stand-up routine, the the lives you see are as carefully, you know, as curated as a Netflix comedy special that you have up there. It's not off the dome. These are well-rehearsed sets that people do. I mean, you have to remember the comparisons, not only the thief of joy, but also prolific instigator of anxiety to just be talking about wish I had this wish I had this envy that oh my god must it be nice to be him or her you know why not have it where it's like okay what do I have today how am I going to be happy with that just because you see somebody posing in front of a 
jet doesn't mean it's theirs. It could be just some jet that's outside there in the hangar, and you're just having somebody take a quick pick and dip off and say, well, look in front of the G5. Bullshit. You know, a lot of that stuff is just completely made up. You know, you have to figure out to have all the complexities of life come into play of saying that person might not be happy with themselves. They might be happy with themselves. I don't need to worry about that. I don't need to be envying other people. That's really what it comes down to. You have to enhance the way that you think of things when you're grown up. You know, people say, oh, I got to have it where I budget. Now I have a job. You know, you're going to have kids, other things. It's another thing you're going to have to do, especially when it comes to living a financially responsible life. So many people right now are broke as hell. I mean, you're going to go out there and see these people are buying sneakers. I was even hearing, it wasn't even thinking about this. People finance these vacations they go on. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. You're financing a vacation. I don't care if you cannot afford it, you should not be on it. I mean, what are we doing financing this kind of stuff? If you have to be financing a thousand or two thousand dollars, you should not be going on a vacation. That should be something that that is far from from even in your realm of of possibilities. Because if that's going to be what you're financing, then that's another bill that's gaining interest. So your vacation costs more than initially planned out for. So that makes zero sense. You know, it, hey, look, it might be a challenging endeavor. But it's fertile ground for taking a, a step back and laughing at the the shit that goes on in, in life. You're you're a kid talking all this stuff on the playground or to your parents saying you 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 know I can't wait till I'm out of here and do my own thing when I'm a big kid. And the funny thing is uh, when you are a kid, even like I said, I revert to that 13, 14 years old. If you do something, you know, not so bad. They're like, oh, don't worry, you're you're just a little kid. But if you really mess up, do something. I I don't know, have a specific in, you know instance, but just something that is deemed by that person as really messing up. Then they're like, you're a big kid. That same age, same person. It could be a day difference. Different people though. You're just you're a big kid. You should know better that you're you're a grown kid and stuff. And then, but the other person says, don't worry, it's just because you're young kid. Not you're grown, you're 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 small still, you're still learning, but the other person's like you should already know. Everything is the perception of the person talking. Because sometimes it's like, okay, well, why am I having it where this person says I'm incompetent, but the other person says I'm growing? That's where people need to say, is this person an energy vampire? Because a lot of people are the the ones that want to bring you down. Every time you say something good, it's like, oh well, you know, you don't have time for this stuff. There's enough negativity out there. Look at the news. All that is is just telling you all the bad stuff that's happening. And then at the end, they're like, oh, well, you know, here's a dog. Hope you feel good. Have have a happy day. You know, it doesn't even make any sense right now what's on the news that people say, I need to see this in a loop over and over again because it just makes you feel bad as a person. It's like tornado struck a town, killed 10 people. The next one is man crashed into, you know, building building burns down. It's like, there's no way that in the world there's all negative news. There's no way. Has to be, there's there are good things that happen, but it's all just inundating us with bad stuff. The, the constant bombardment of things that are bad is where people are, are getting accustomed to saying, okay, look, hey, look, this is how it's going to be. I'm going to figure out 
how to make my life just miserable and a pity party so that other people can just join in with me and say, hey, look, I'm kind of miserable, but I, I like your support. Some people find that to be great where they get the empathy of other people. And if you actually go and fix things for them, they're like, no, I, I want it to be broken because I like the pity party. They don't say it like that, but it's that's really what they like is the attention from people just empathizing with them. There are people like that. Just don't have it where you have the energy vampires where you constantly go back to them over and over again. Those are the ones that just make it where you wake up, you feel great, you talk to them on the phone, five minutes in, bad idea, energy is being sucked out, hence the vampire terminology, and you just feel like, why am I talking to this person? Every time I talk to them, I feel terrible. That's the last thing you need in your day is a person that makes you feel bad every single time consistently after speaking with them, because it's exhausting. Some people are like that where they're it's a happy person to talk to. Those are the greatest ones, especially when you grow up and see how difficult it is to find friends that are loyal to you in the ups and downs of life. That's something that's great when you have a person to really fall back on. Genuinely, when you have a friend to really understand all your bad things and you know the ups and downs of life, if you ever had some things that you didn't trust anybody else but that one person with and they're constantly just having it where they can help you, that's not something that you can come by nowadays a lot with. It, the loyalty of people is very fleeting. It's not something that you can count on a lot of times. It's not being paranoid or going out there saying, I don't trust this person and will never trust anybody. But I mean, It's challenging, but if uh, you, you go far in life, that's what it is, a challenge. Everybody can't be on the same train as you to say, I need to take these complexities, make it easier for me to digest it, plan it, optimize my schedule, and allowing me to focus on more pressing matters like deciding whether cereal is an acceptable dinner option. So, <laughs> uh, so I mean, look, adulting, it's a challenging and tough place. If you can't find humor in it, then it's going to be far too serious. And that's really where I figure, you know, why I have it, where things get too serious in life. If if it comes to be where the fun is, is sucked out and you're thinking to yourself, what more is there to to do in life? Well, that's not that's not the whole point of living. The whole point of living is to have it where you wake up and say, Okay, maybe it's not where I'm in a good mood at this moment, but let me do my best to say, Okay, do I need to meditate, listen to some music, hop up and down and kind of just run in some uh, you know, jogging motions around the house or something like that. It, it, you know, people think it's weird, but if it makes you feel better, there's nothing like having it where in your own body and mind you feel better and nobody can say anything about it. Some people are in such the, you know, the dumps all the time. They're so used to just crap. Nothing's good. So they're used to it, you know? So got to get better at, at just feeling good about your life as it is right now. Main thing is just to say before I wrap it up is a lot of people are down, not only on cash, but their emotions. You know, it's everything seems to be kind of in a dark place right now. It's not something that seems to be where everyone's getting along. Figuring out what to do to make things better is a journey of self-discovery. And you can't ask other people but yourself on how to make your own life better because at the end of the day, when you wake up, 
You have a soul, you have a mind and a body. You are who you are. You are an adult listening to this. Hopefully, I just sparked a little bit of inspiration for five minutes. If that's all you need is five minutes of inspiration, you go to the TV and uh, forget about it all. No worries, I entertained you for just a little bit to make sure those couple of seconds where you laughed is a bit better than it was before. So, well, you know, there you have it. I just wanted to make sure that some better life management for adulting and the rules that nobody talks about, but it's kind of where you have to figure it out yourself. No one has it on a book or a video. Nowadays, more or less on YouTube, you have it, but so many situations, so many lives. How are you going to have it where just have one cookie cutter way of doing things in your life, my life, and anybody else's life? We all are unique like a snowflake. That's what makes everybody so cool. So next episode is going to be meals in the Instant Pot. So I'm starting to do some meals in the Instant Pot where I'm learning how to take a pressure cooker and have kind of infinite meals. Just wanted to have it where, you know, it's a little bit of a journey of saying, hey, look, let's try to ditch this microwave and taking all the nutrients now that we have it in life where... So many people are eating like shit. We got to have it where stuff is made at least a little bit better than just having it where everything is microwaved just for convenience purposes. You know, you got the air fryer. So let's try to do a little bit better. You know, let's get some Instant Pot meals here. Make sure to bring your appetite. (laughs) Other than that, everybody, look, glad to have you guys again here on the journey. A lot of new episodes are going to be coming out. Trying to have it where I get a little script going on here, more cohesiveness from start to finish. So hope you guys are enjoying this. Other than that, take a good look at yourself and saying, I'm an adult, I'm doing my best, and that's who I am. Everybody else can just step out of the way because this is my territory. Signing out, salute. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take it easy. Don't worry about it. Everything's going to be all right. All right, everybody. You've been listening to the Observation Station. We find everyday life and everyday situations hilarious. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And be sure to tell a friend about the show. That would help too. See you next time on the Observation Station.